is, yeah, I've seen that. A short podcast where comedians, friends, and experts explain the plot of famous movies in great detail. The only problem is they've never seen the movie. I am your host this week, Jim McDevitt host of the should have been their last podcast and i'm here no plugs. because you're no too plugs. regular host no plugs allowed plugs? no plugs plugs allowed no plugs you can i get allow. your plugs out of here i what? allow plugs what i'm here because your two regular hosts are your guests today oh, oh. a reverse sh- a reverse yeah i've seen that i almost said a, a reverse, reverse should have show. Been their last. you may remember me from apocalypse now Yes, you may remember Jim from <laughs> Apocalypse Now. Um, I'm Leanne. I'm Aviv. And yes. we're here because Mar- we've definitely seen the movie we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we're typically your hosts, but Jim, we realized that this was one of Jim McDevitt's favorite all-time favorite movies, and um, and so we figured what better movie to do our first reverse Yeah, I've Seen That with. Yeah, this is this is my like this is my Shawshank. I think you know a lot of people talk about Shawshank, is as the movie that when they come across it on cable, they have to stop and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's but, Titanic. But this is this is mine. This is my Shawshank. I thought you meant like this was the prison that you were in. <laughs> yeah, doing a video chat with you guys is my Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get busy living or get busy. What movie are we doing this week, Jim? This week we are doing uh, the 1989 baseball classic. Am I giving away anything by saying that? Field of Dreams. I have just created something totally illogical. That's what I like about Say. I hate it when that happens. Um, Wait, there's baseball in this movie? There's baseball in this movie. Do you want all of the normal things so far? So let's let us let us explain how this works. So uh to, to the today, if anyone's no? joining us yeah. for the first time today. Yeah, so neither of us have seen this movie. Jim is gonna tell us the title of the movie, which he already has, it's called Field of Dreams. The year it came out, which he already has called 1989. 1989. Um the screenwriter, the director. The top three build actors, according to IMDb, and then we are, to the best of our abilities, going to recount the plot of this movie that we have definitely seen. Definitely seen. It's actually a really integral um, part of our relationship. It's like a it's like a big <laughs> movie. It means a lot to us. Yes, specifically. Um, and periodically, Jim will jump in with some trivia from the IMDb to just just to keep this podcast educational. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Right. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's called Field of Dreams. The year was 1989. The writer-director uh, is Phil Alden Robinson. Mm, and it is The great Phil Alden Robinson. The f- great Phil Alden Robinson. And it's based on a book. Can I tell you the name of the book and the writer of the book? Is, is it called much? Field of called Dreams? Field of Dreams. It's not. It's called <gasps> Shoeless Joe. And Twist. It was written, yeah, it's written by W. P. Kinsella, um, and I I read this uh, over the weekend. I think it was came out in the early '80s, like maybe '82 or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. there's a musical about Shoeless Joe. 
Or it's a, or they <laughs> sing a, a line about a shir- shoeless Joe in, I think, damn Yankees. That yeah. makes sense because shoeless Joe Jackson was, I believe, a Yankee. Yeah, I just yeah. remembered the line. Okay, shoeless I feel Joe like... from. Anyway, we're, I'm getting away. You're getting, getting away from it. so far ahead of okay. yourselves. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Bring it back. Uh, we're so, so we're all right. So much well, trouble. wait. Who, where were the three actors? Oh yes, our three actors, of course, are Kevin Costner, James mm. Earl Jones, mm-hmm. and Ray Liotta. Oh. Mm. Oh man, the look on Leanne's face is spectacular. Because Leanne did Goodfellas, right? Leanne did, did, did but, did, yes. but did not know that Ray Liotta was. And in that Goodfellas. was actually one of the movies that I did watch after we did the show. The only movie that you've watched since we've done this. Well, no, we, we watched Taxi Driver. Watch Taxi Driver, yeah. yeah. The, the uh, Dustin Hoffman classic Taxi Driver. Pretty Do crazy. you guys think you're going to watch this? I don't think so. You I'm... know, I was going with a maybe. Oh, see, I, okay. I think it's a feel-good kind of movie, and those are the kind of movies I'm into right now. Sure. Is it on HBO Max? Who's then to probably. Say? I have a bone to pick with HBO Max. We're really hijacking this podcast. That's but fine. I watched. I'm I here. watched. Die Hard with a Vengeance today, which is great. Yes. It's a really good movie. Arguably but the second best Die Hard. I think without a doubt. Yeah. In the wrong aspect ratio. Oh, was it? Yeah. What What was it in? So it was in 185, but it was definitely shot in 235. Okay. And I, I, had, I had my suspicions, but then it was confirmed when... So the German terrorists are speaking German to each other, and there are subtitles, and the subtitles are built to go all the way across the screen. Mm. And so in th- in those, like, three shots or whatever, they squeeze the frame. <laughs> but everything else is just, like, a pan and scan. Weird. Yeah, really crazy. So well, Get anyway. on your shit, That's HBO so Max. I wonder if... Yeah, well, I mean, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Disney Plus only just like fixed the Simpsons aspect ratio. Oh, they did. They they got it up in four three. Yeah, it's but you have to select it in like the special features or the extras or oh. whatever. It doesn't automatically I'm okay do with that. it. That's so annoying. Whatever. Anyway, do you guys want to tell me about this amazing movie from nineteen eighty nine? Yes, definitely. Which you've definitely seen. Yeah. Yes, so because the only thing left to say is. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen it also? Okay, we I both going, have seen it. Yeah, I was going with a we. I, fine. I got there. This week on, yeah, we've seen it. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> All right, so here it is. Movie opens up. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> Midwest, early morning, prairie, just expanse of fields and cornfields and we open on Kevin Costner Uh coming out onto his porch with his morning coffee. He's a farmer. Yeah, he's in Iowa. Um, I know this because that's where corn lives. And he is coming out on his porch with his morning coffee. He lives on a cornfield, but he's sad. He lives alone. No, he's got a wife, but he's sad. I think because his dad died. This is this. I know this movie is about dad issues. Mm. So he's sad because his father passed away. Yeah, he's got no relationship with his father. They they've never played a catch 
Okay. And I don't think he has chi- he doesn't have children of his own, which we'll learn eventually in the film, which is his... part of the reason he's so sad that his dad moved right. on because he doesn't have that father-son relationship in his life anywhere anymore. Anywhere anymore. So we we we're, we're yes ending each other now cuz I know for a fact that that's not true. I think he has a son. <laughs> I, I think he has a son in the movie. Uh well, but he's got no kids. No kids. I mean, no kids. If he's got a kid, he's got a kid. I could rem- I, I, I could be remembering it incorrectly. I think he's got a kid because that creates the father-son black hole, the vacuum even harder cuz he doesn't know how to be a father to his kid. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. And so th- so he's out there with his coffee and his paper and then he hears it. It's a tractor. It's a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> He hears it because it's, uh, you know, kind of a little montage of (laughs) his farming day, right? And it's his farming day, and the tractor's gathering the corn, and then, uh, you know, moving the husks Who's on this tractor? Is it like a robot tractor that just works by itself? I just rewatched Interstellar, so it could be. It could be a robot (laughs) tractor. I think I so who's on the tractor? I think he has a a staff of people that work on the farm, but I think it's his brother. Oh, okay, his brother. Yeah. And so, but anyway, this is the who's driving the tractor is an important. Not it's important. Just kind of a montage of the beginning of his normal day, day in the life of a farmer. What yeah. what is what is the name of our Kevin Costner farmer? Roy. Okay. Yeah. So we see Roy going through his day with all of the farm things. I grew up in the city, so I'm not sure what they're called. <laughs> and, you know, he has dirt. He it, it's and then we're meeting him again at the end of this credits montage on the porch again. And he's out on the porch and the evening has fallen. The but sun has set. He's he doesn't going have out. coffee this time. He's got like a little thing of whiskey. Yeah. And the, this, day. this is yeah. how he opens and closes his day mm-hmm. is out on his porch with his beverage of choice. And then he hears it. And then he hears it. What does he hear? And he hears a voice and it says, build it and they will come. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's a Aviv, whisper. Uh, Aviv, do you have a different take on what the what the yeah, sound I, is? Yeah, I think it's I think it says if you build it they will come. Oh, sure. Semantics. Yes. Yeah. If you build it they will come. They say if that's if you build it they will come. Yeah. It's more and suggestive so, than an order. Right. Build yeah. it and they will come, you motherfucker. <laughs> and so he talks to his buddy James Earl Jones. Okay. Who is a ghost okay okay hang on let me back something up yeah you just jumped (laughs) way ahead so he goes to uh so he hears the whisper right here's the whisper and it's suspicious suspicious Uh uh-huh and so he starts to look around Mm -hmm. see if anyone's in the field yeah he follows the voice he follows the voice who does he find in there and then he finds James Earl Jones. Right. Okay. Okay. Who is a living person and not a ghost. I thought he was a ghost. I think so. So. I think I think Roy <laughs> himself is not too sure at this moment. Yeah, we don't know. Why is James Earl Jones in his cornfield? Right. Mm. And so, and so, but out of the cornfield comes 
Shoeless Joe Jackson. Okay. Played by Ray Liotta. Okay. And so I'm really I'm I'm worried if that's racist. I don't know. Because Italians can't afford shoes? No, Aviv's doing a quick little Google them up. Right Just to now. make sure that Shoeless Joe Jackson's not black. No, she sees Shoeless Joe Jackson, who is white. Oh, yeah. And that's Ray Liotta. And that's Ray Liotta. And he's in his kind of outdated baseball uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with, so. With the knee high socks and such. Yeah, and the little cap and all of yep. that. It's kind still, of like a muslin type material. <laughs> Yeah. And so, um, and so, Roy sees it. James Earl Jones is there. Ray, Shoeless Joe Ray Liotta is there, and he, Roy is like, "If I build what?" And Shoeless Joe and James Earl do a wave of their hand and an apparition of this beautiful baseball field. Okay. Becomes visible a to a ton Roy. of money in visual effects. A ton of money. Yeah. They use the Ghostbusters like superimposition, and then suddenly mm-hmm. you have this transparent or translucent field, right. just materializing of of, of 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 dreams materializing. Yes, right. exactly. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Roy hears his wife call him from the house. He turns back to her and when he turns back they're gone the field mm. is gone james earl is gone shoeless oh, joe shit. gone this okay. is he's exactly, just standing in the is, corn this is what happens in the movie yes okay yeah and then he's exactly. just standing there all by himself looking yeah like a, like wondering a holding what? a baseball in a field but he's got the where'd the baseball come from okay yeah where'd it come from yeah. where'd the baseball come from where'd the baseball come from and so mm-hmm you know, when someone has a psychotic break like this, they don't automatically listen to the ghost that lives in their cornfield. They try to go about their normal day. Right. But he still, he keeps hearing that voice. Yeah. And and the voice keeps repeating itself. It, it says the same message over and over. Or does it have different messages? Or That's how it calls him out into the field. So it's not a repetitive, um, like a haunting ghost. It's more <coughs> of a... A suggest suggestive whisper, a, a, yeah. a siren song, yeah. right. and so he's again trying to go out throughout his day, and he picks up his son at school, okay. and he's driving his son home, and his son gets out of the truck because, of course, it's a pickup truck. Yeah, I mean, it's and Iowa. so, um, and then Roy sees that his son has left a baseball glove and a baseball on the seat in the truck and he knows that he didn't buy it for him mm-hmm. no no mm. oh 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 yes Aviv. jump jumping back for a second yep i keep smacking the thing jumping back for a second ray Liotta comes out of the cornfield and he says is this heaven which is how we know that he's a ghost right because right. like he could just be some random guy and kevin costner replies it's iowa right yes Right. Which is the thing I know about this movie. Yeah. That actually definitely happens. I think that's like on their license plates now. Is this heaven? It's Is Iowa. Heaven? It's Iowa. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Iowa. <laughs> uh, actually, yes, I was I was about to hit you guys with a little bit of trivia. Okay. Um, hit us hit so us hit, hit us with a trivia. 
this this is super important. The first day of shooting was the town hall scene. Amy Madigan was nervous about screaming in front of such a large group of people on the first day. Right. Okay. Because they shot out of order. Right. And so the town hall scene, which happens a little later in the movie, is when Roy... So this is basically... It plays out like the plot of Take Shelter, where no one believes Roy is actually hearing these ghosts, but he's going to build an entire baseball stadium. Stands a backstop, just everything, because he, cause he's expecting they to come. And James Earl Jones, who's like, I'm pretty sure a ghost. I take it back. He's a ghost. Yeah, um, we are established that. Yeah, but I was like... I, I was, you weren't all uh, in on that. I wasn't all in. Now I'm all in. Okay. And so James Earl Jones is there. And he's like, do it. Build the thing. And so he's doing it. And the son really likes to, to do it, too. Um, and so they have this town hall meeting to be like, what's going to happen to fucking Yeah, there's Roy? permitting. There's all kinds of stuff going on. The town needs to know that he's building a baseball stadium on his property, and they have a say about it. Yeah, and so right. Amy Madigan plays. She plays the city councilwoman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she right, is, right. the thing she's yelling about is the laws of the town and why they cannot build a giant baseball stadium mm. in the middle of their tiny it's little town. Not That's, permitted. It's not permitted, but it's also not the vibe of the town. The town really likes being a sleepy farm town. They do not want to be attracting people from all over because who knows what riffraff could come into town. All kinds right. of riffraff. But does yeah. Roy listen? No. No. Roy does not listen. Right. And so he and his son, after this meeting, you know, Roy's feeling a little downhearted and his son says don't listen to them let's do listen our thing to them yeah listen yeah. to the them and the, so the, the them in the corn so yeah and so roy and his son go back out and they keep working on the stadium and it's slowly bringing them together and building a relationship mm. between the two of them much like the relationship roy wished he had with his own father it's I love true. That. Yeah, I love but, that. But things take a turn when Roy's wife, she just can't abide this anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. And she calls a psychologist. Okay. Who plays the psychologist? Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Excellent. And so she's like, she. they try to do this intervention. Roy, there's no one in the corn. And meanwhile, James Earl Jones is sitting there mm. in the room. And it's like a it's like ghost kind of ripped this scene off. Ghost was from the following year, but ghost kind of ripped the scene off where where uh he was telling Roy, James Earl Jones was telling Roy how to respond to the psychologist to make him seem less crazy, and Roy was doing it but kind of messing it up. It's like one of the lighter scenes, and like the kid is like embarrassed. He didn't realize that his dad was crazy. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I, it's, yeah, it's there's a little levity in there. Can I hit you with another bit of trivia then real quick? Please. Hit us with it. So James Earl Jones said that he had J.D. Salinger in mind and worked hard to translate him into the black journalist character. Right. So James Earl Jones, it's revealed, is was uh, the first like black journalist that was allowed at these baseball games. Mm. Right. 
right? And so he He's dead. Because He's a ghost. Right. Yeah, because he had to fight for this right to to report and to live in a world that was trying to hold him down, he in his older years became a bit of a hermit, much like JD Salinger. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. And I think he took the idea of like catcher in the rye a little a little too literally. Mm. Like a literal catcher. Right. In the corn. In the corn. Yeah. A pitch a pitcher in the corn. Yeah. And so that's part of James Earl Jones' objective as a character because he knows what amazing baseball games could happen in this place, in this town, but history ripped it away. Mm-hmm. And I think that, right. that there, there's also this kind of, this was the 80s, so they didn't get too deep into this, but they had the Negro Leagues, and like he, I think that there was kind of a a whitewashing in the town of the amazing baseball that used to be played there by like Satchel Paige and and Hank Gibson and all these like cool black baseball players before integration. Yeah. Right. Okay, so so uh, there's like the the intervention, um, uh-huh. and Roy's kid feels bad. So he, right. Roy's kid doesn't doesn't is does he see these ghosts or is, or does he, he does not? He doesn't see the ghosts. Okay, so he thinks he he thinks it's a little weird, but is he on board with his dad? You know, cutting some of the crops up to build this field. Yeah, so he's on board to. His dad is needing his help for probably the first time in his life, in right. his young life. And so he's on board for the project. Okay. But he is having this inner turmoil of, is this actually good for his dad, even if it's yeah. good for their relationship, and until... So so, so here's the thing, I, and, I, and I may have misspoke, because it is unclear whether the kid sees the ghosts or not, but he claims he does, right? Because he wants mm. to be close to his father. But he right. had the baseball and the glove from the ghost. Uh, but it's it's left up to your interpretation, yeah. whether he actually sees the ghost or... Or like, did he just find the... The glove. Right. Is, right, right, is right. he is he hearing the is he hearing the voice say if you build it they will come. But now, so so you know things aren't going well because like there's there's a rift in his relationship with his wife. His son is now kind of embarrassed of him. He starts starts out his own sanity, and the voice it goes away. Right. 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 Because he's building but it. He's building it, and he's right. building it, and he's getting close to the end. And his wife and his son are, you know, in the house. It's nighttime once again. And Roy finally finishes that final stroke of paint, that final hit of the nail, and the stadium is done. But then... He goes inside, right? And he's like, the stadium's done. Yeah. Right? And the wife's like, no ghosts, Roy. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then they hear this monstrous roar of a crowd. And a baseball flies through the window. There's glass what? everywhere. And he hears from out in the cornfield, a little help. <laughs> a little help. And so 
his son runs into the kitchen and picks up the baseball. And it's a real fucking baseball. And they all look at each other with wide eyes and they walk out onto the porch and into the stadium and it is packed to the brim. And the game is going. It's going. And so Ray Liotta's there. He's Shoeless Joe Jackson. He's running the thing. There's probably some other encounters with Shoeless Joe Jackson that we forgot to mention. But James Earl Jones is there, and he's got his little journalist notepad and his His stringer hat. His stringer hat with (laughs) the card in it and his camera with the flash that you hold. And he's got an assistant with him. But then the weirdest thing starts happening is that the townspeople start showing up to watch the baseball game, too. Right. Yeah, because they can hear it. They can hear it. It's a quiet, sleepy town. And they can hear it. It's nighttime and there's nothing else going on. It's the summer. And they all start to drive over and see what's going on. And then they realize that these are ghosts playing this baseball game. So amazing! It's I, it's the you 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 may whatever well, you are asking you may no you can finish your thought I was just gonna hit you with with our third and final bit of trivia even our third and final let's trivia. do it let's it's, do it well there's no hard and set rule on that three uh but anyway W P Kinsella author of the original novel was asked mm. to write a review of the movie for a Canadian periodical he gave it four out of five stars for two reasons. He didn't think the character of Mark was villainous enough, and he didn't think that Gabby Hoffman, who played Karen, looked like she could be Kevin Costner and Amy Madigan's child. Okay, so there's this whole B story that we forgot to mention. Okay, so Amy Madigan, the city council member, and Roy had this, like, torrid affair, right? They were together. They were together, but not anymore. Right. And they had a kid, and Roy is denying paternity. I think, this was bef- I think this was before his current wife, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't, I'm sorry, the, the, I shouldn't have used the word affair. They had a relationship. Right. right. And now it's- he's on to wife number two with kid number mm-hmm. two. Right. Yeah, but he's denying paternity of this first kid. And so the, the author of the book, uh, whose name is Dan Castellaneta, said that so like the big question is like is he really the father is he not really the father and and roy is is like she doesn't look like me and it's very clear that she doesn't look like him and so it leads the audience to think like oh it's not his kid but he but the author wanted it to be a little bit more up in the air um and like you know up to up for the audience's um interpretation and that plays a role in the big reveal at the end of the movie but i want to talk about the other guy the villainous guy Mm. yeah villainous mark mark villainous mark fucking mark mark yeah so okay so mark is the guy that he is the neighbor right and so he is the neighbor that is bringing all of this stuff to light at city council so that way you know they're dragging roy in they're telling him he can't build his stadium. It's all Mark's fault. But as as the author said, he thought he could have been a little more villainous. He, it seemed like maybe a lot of his scenes were cut out of the final cut of the movie. Yeah, I think originally right. the, the story went that he was trying to sell his land to a big real estate developer. And it was like yep. modernization versus the past. It was like one of the themes. But that took away from 
the father and son theme right. that that the, they're really trying to hit home. Yeah, and the studio ultimately decided that was more important. For sure. Okay, so the baseball game, it's right, over. Right, right. Yeah. Everyone goes home. Okay. And then Roy turns around and he sees the child in question. The yeah, the Amy Madigan's kid who, Amy Madigan's who he's kid. denying paternity of. And right. he he turns and he looks at this child and he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter <laughs> if I hate her mom. <laughs> This is just a kid yeah. that just wants to come to a baseball game. And so right. and so we have this this big family reunion, right? Of like the the half sisters coming in, Roy's kids there, and now he's got another family member, but he Roy really wishes that he had this relationship with his father. And that's when okay, so let me take a pause on this for just a second. I know pause. that this podcast is full of monkey shines and like a lot of it is like making stuff up hold on sorry what's a monkey shine well i've like never jokes. heard that either just like okay just like just like doing bits right just yucks but yucks yeah and yeah. and making stuff up like okay. like just to be silly i right. literally think that this happens in this movie right so james earl jones is there okay and he's like, I really wish that I had her this relationship with my father. Because the implication was that his father was a baseball player and that he could bring also his father back when he bought this thing. This is, I legitimately think this is what happens in this movie. And then James Earl Jones is like, oh, no, I am your father. And then <laughs> and then Kevin Costner looks at him and he goes, want to have a catch? And that's right. how the movie ends is... The two of them having a catch. And the other kids are also playing yeah. on the field. The rest of the family playing on the field. They're like and running it, around the bases or Right. Yeah. And it shows that it doesn't matter what you look like. Cause like he took this for he took a different form to right. like, you know. And so like it you know, you can be a father no matter what you look like. I legitimately think that that's what happens in this movie. Excellent. I and then your reaction tells me that I'm not right. <laughs> and um, you know, we're going with it. And that's it. And that's then the, the credits, and the credits roll. <laughs> credits roll. Camera slow zooms out of oh God, you know crane amazing. shot out of the the baseball field, and that's it. Field of dreams. Beautiful. Bravo, team. That was smashing. I would give that <laughs> Thank you. a home run. Hey. Uh, yeah. Okay. So score. big. Yeah. Scores scores out of ten, right? Oh yeah. Oh, boy. Well, all right. So what do you guys think your score should be? I'm going to go with the three. I It really all hinges on whether James Earl Jones is actually Roy's father. Also, is Roy his name, or is that the name of of the guy in The Natural? <laughs> that might be the name of the guy in The Natural. Uh, his name is Ray. So you're very, Ray, very close. So close. <laughs> I'll give Ray, us a four. Yeah. So they name they name his name is Ray Kinsella. So he's got the same name as the author of the of the book. Oh, um, I don't know, like a two or a three. Hey. Shit. If I'm if I'm being brutally honest, I mean, I just rewatched this two days ago, so it was like <laughs> super so duper fresh. fresh in my mind. Uh, um, yeah. Clearly, Amy Madigan plays his wife. 
Amy Madigan plays his wife. So the, the sort yeah. of quick synopsis rundown for you. It opens with like a bit of voiceover and like a photo Fine. album montage. Like my dad was this and I grew up in this city and we loved baseball. And then I went to Berkeley for college and I majored in architecture. But... I'm going to Berkeley tomorrow. Yeah, but I really. Oh, really? You are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he goes to Berkeley. It's the 60s. That's where he meets Amy. They're like protesters, yada, yada, yada. She's from um iowa they move there after they get married they buy is he not from iowa he's not from from iowa he's from chicago i think oh or maybe his dad's from chicago he grew up in new york um but baseball baseball cities grew up watching the cubs watching uh brooklyn dodgers the the yanks yeah yanker yankees the yankers (laughs) the yankers the yankers um anyway so uh, they buy this field He's out there in the field one one morning, and he hears the whisper, and the line is, if you build it, he will come. Oh. Wow. Capital and H, he. Jesus. Cap- capital H, he, Jesus. And so, uh, you know, and so he's asking his wife, like, hey, did you hear that? He asked the town folk. I hear that farmers often hear things in the field. Wait, um, he literally asked the other town folk, like, have yeah. you heard the whisper in the corn? Yeah. Right, yes, because he, uh, because he's 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 convinced that he's heard this this lore before that that farmers hear things when they're out there, like sailors. Right, and so anyway, so right. he, uh, you know, he's keeps hearing the voice and he keeps asking, like, if I build what, who will come? And then uh, he and his wife they're going over bills because you know money's tight and they're not really sure um, if they can keep the farm. Right. And then the daughter's like, hey, daddy, there's a man outside. Daughter. Daughter. The little girl. And so Shoeless Joe Jackson is standing out in the field and they talk. And so he, they, I I skipped a few points. But anyway, he plows like a quarter of his field or half of his field of crops. And then he builds uh, this baseball field. Shoeless Joe comes. uh, They play like a little uh, pitching and batting. And then Joe leaves and he asks if he can bring some other people back from the 1919 Yankees. And then... That's extremely specific. Right. Uh, It has to do with a... uh, They threw a series. Like, they were paid to throw a series. And so Joe... Oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. And so Joe took the money, but Ray is like... But he definitely didn't throw it because he, like was hitting home runs and he like was hitting three three for four or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so but so that's like the the first thing is if you build it, he will come. And then uh there they the meeting is like a with a school board and they want to ban this book by um Terrence Mann is the name. And that's James Earl Jones's character. Oh <clears throat> So James Earl Jones is Salinger character. So it, in the book, it's Salinger. But when the book came out, Salinger's people contacted the author and the publisher and said, if anything ever happens with this again, and my name is used, we'll sue you, right? So, oh, so, so they, it literally was Salinger. It was Salinger. But so they cool. switch it. So Terrence Mann. So Ray drives from Iowa to Boston. 
and he gets, because he saw in a dream that he's supposed to take Terrence Mann to a Red Sox game. And so he kidnaps him, essentially, and they go to the baseball game, and on the scoreboard, these stats are flashed for a guy named Moon, uh, Moonlight Graham. And so then they have to drive to Minnesota to find Moonlight Graham. What the fuck? This movie's taking all kinds of turns. I did now, not expect. Now, no, Moonlight, when they get there, Moonlight Graham is, has died, right? So Moonlight Graham played one game. He had one at bat, and he, like, didn't get a hit, and then he never played again. And so, uh, oh, so the second whisper is ease his pain. And it's like, whose pain do we need to ease? And he thinks it's Terrence Mann's. They come to realize that it's Moonlight Graham's because he never got to play. Like, he never became a professional baseball player. Instead, mm. he, like, went back to the town that he was from, and he became a doctor. Um, but he died, and so then... Uh, meanwhile, back at home, uh, Ray's wife's, or his brother-in-law, wants to buy the field. Like, him and his, like, buddy investors want to buy the field for them so that they don't go bankrupt, Nailed right? Nailed it. But they don't want to get rid of the field, and, like, the baseball's there, and the kids, like, the whole family can see the players that are playing, but not the brother-in-law, right? Because mm. he he's doesn't, evil. Because <clears throat> he doesn't believe, right? He doesn't believe, so he can't, he can't see even, it. Even Amy Madigan can see it? Amy Madigan can see it. The kid can mm. see it. Um, and so after Minnesota, Ray is like, all right, honey, I'll be home soon, but I have to take Terrence back to Boston. And he says, no, 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 I want, I want to see the baseball field. So they drive there, and while they're on their way, they pick up a hitchhiker who is a young man named <laughs> Archie Graham. So this is Moonlight Graham as, as you no, know, <laughs> it's actually him as his as younger self, right? Who so plays like Moonlight a, Graham? It's like a pre-ghost, right? And so it's like an apparition. <laughs> it's an apparition. So he gets in the van, and they go. And, like, all these people are playing, and Moonlight Graham gets to go out and play. And the, the brother-in-law shows up, and he's like, we, you know, you have to sell the land, Ray. You have to sell the land. And he, like, shakes the, the little girl to, like, exercise his point. And she falls off of the bleachers while she was eating a hot dog. And she starts to choke. And then, what? And then uh, Amy, the mom, is like, oh, I'm going to go call an ambulance. And Ray's like, no, honey, wait. And he's very cool about it. And, like, all the players are watching. And then from, like, the outfield, uh, Moonlight Graham starts running to the bleachers. Because he's a doctor. Because he's a doctor. But so what was established earlier with Shoeless Joe, who you're right, is played by Ray Liotta, is that if you they're, – they're not allowed to leave the field, right? Mm. And so – Because they'll disappear. Because <clears throat> they'll disappear. So what happens is, is that Moonlight gets to the edge of the field and he stops for a second, but then he steps out, and then he like morphs into the Burt Lancaster, older Moonlight, and he like legit Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster in his last role, I believe. Um, so then, you know, he hits hits the little girl in the back. She coughs up the hot dog, and then the brother-in-law can now see all the players. Um, but they, you know, and James Earl Jones get before the girls, like, gives this whole speech of, you know, people will come to Iowa just for 
for peace of mind. They won't know why they showed up, but they'll just hand over $20 just to see like the people of their youth to like feel this thing that they have been missing like their whole lives. Basically, it's like, like a return to innocence, a return to their childhood. And wow. so, and so then uh, the ghost baseball players take James Earl Jones into the cornfield because they're like, we're going to take him and show him what's on the other side because he had always wanted to be a baseball to player when he <laughs> to, when, to see, uh, to be a baseball player when he was a kid. And so just as they're about to leave, Shoeless Joe turns to Ray and he says, uh, he says one of those lines again, right? If you build it, he will come. I think that's what he says. I think he says, if you build it, he will come. And then Ray turns and then he sees that the catcher is his dad. And so then he introduces yeah. his ghost dad to his family. Ghost and dad, then they have Bill, a catch. Starring Bill Let's Cosby. have a catch. They do have uh, a catch. You they were right about that line. They have a catch. Um, Amy uh, flips on the lights so that they can play under the stadium lights. And then we zoom, uh, we pull back from the field. And as we do that, we see all of the headlights of the cars driving down the interstate into the baseball field. So they get to keep the field. They get to keep the farm. Everybody wins. He gets to play catch with his dad. Yada, yada, yada. The end. Wow. I kind of. What a time. <laughs> it's such a great movie. I love it. You know, I might watch it sometime. <laughs> yeah. It's um I it's wonderful. Uh, I will I just pulled up the Wikipedia real quick of Field of Dreams. Yeah. And uh as you said, I just wanna I just wanna read this in order. Uh release date, April twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. As you said, director Phil Alden Robinson, story by W B Kinsella, screenplay by Phil Alden Robinson, featured song. Is just called end credits. Nice. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. So Well, there it is. Yeah. I was I was pretty close with you him know, being a had, ghost, but maybe not a you ghost. You had some uh specifics in there with the old um his dad ghost at the end, even though it wasn't James. Yeah, I James knew I, I definitely have like in my like burned you, into my brain heard Kevin Costner go, Dad, wanna have a catch? Yeah. You knew some uh Key things I did not know. I knew basically we had some ghosts. <laughs> we had a farm. Kevin Costner. There, there re- really were like strict rules on what the ghosts could and couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. I never had them even leave the field, really. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> and they're hitchhiking in Minnesota or whatever. Hitchhiking. Yeah, it's like a fun. It's like a fun sort of like '60s throwback road movie at times, just because like that was his era. So it's got sort of like that's like the same sort of like soundtrack that maybe you'd see in like Easy Rider. Sure. Um, oh, pretty good. Pretty and good. they're driving in like a one of those VW buses that has like the tire on the front of it. Yep. Oh, classic. Um, very nice. And yeah, and it's, you know, I don't know. It's it's joyful and whimsical. Well, sounds like <laughs> good fun for the whole family. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Would recommend. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Good to uh, know. Who plays who plays Mr. Mr. Dad. Mr. Dad, that is a fine question. John, John Kinsella. Yeah, right? John Kinsella is played by Dwyer Brown. Dwyer Brown, who you might recognize from literally nothing else. Nothing else. And so there's actually a really other. I think it's him. There's another funny bit of trivia that Burt Lancaster didn't know 
that he was in the cast and he kept asking him for like water or stuff. He thought he was like a PA. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Hey kid. Yeah. Hey kid. Would you get me this? <clears throat> uh, that's excellent. Cool. Yes. Well, so there you go. There Thanks. you go. I think that's our episode. Yeah. Thank you very much for guest hosting. Yes. James, Jimothy. Thank Thanks. you for being Thank you so our much host. for having me. Um, and if you, if, if you like the, the, the sweet sound of Jim's voice, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, yeah. So the podcast that I co-host, uh, with my good friend Liam is available wherever you get your podcast. It's called should have been their last. And we discuss, uh, an entire band's discography in one episode and, and talk about when they should have hung up their instruments. Mm. Yep. And then mm. stool at the end for all of my opinions, which mostly right now are just retweets of, of how terrible police are and yeah, Black yeah, Lives I feel and Black that. Lives Matter yeah. and um, so yep. yeah, that's and that's, can, the, that's our world. You can find us on the internet. Uh, we are at I have seen that on Twitter and Instagram. And for longer things, you can get us on Gmail. I have seen that at gmail.com. And rate and review us on wherever you get your podcasts, yada, yada, yada. Um, and tune in next week when we will be almost back to our normal format. We will be talking to our good friend, Scott Borden. Strap in, everyone. Oh, my God. So Hold on to your butts. This uh, one's going to be fucking amazing. Jim. <laughs> we are talking to Scott Borden, and we're talking to him about every single harry potter movie oh my god (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do it lightning round style lightning round so a very special episode next week with scotty board i'm like i'm like impressed that someone could even do something like that yeah have you guys seen all of them i've only ever seen like three of of them them, i think i have seen all of them um but we'll see how it goes yeah (laughs) Um, so until next time for for listeners at home who want to catch up it's all on hbo max Maybe in the wrong aspect ratio. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, So, until next time, I'm Aviv Rubenstein. I'm Leanne O'Shea. And I'm Jim McDevitt. Saying, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. I cut you guys off. I'm sorry.